Hey, 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 and welcome to Caffeinated Convos and Horrible Bosses. I'm your host, Lauren Williams, founder and chief boss lady of Workplace Harmony, helping companies uh, thrive and succeed and communicate through times of change and uh, times of uncertainty like we have now. So I am very pleased to have my guest with me today, Bryn Tillman. Bryn is a phenomenal, shall I say, uh, connector, networker, and really brilliant at helping people learn how to leverage LinkedIn for their business, their profession, their career goals. I've gotten to meet with her several times. I've had the pleasure of listening to some webinars, meeting her in person, and I just find her fascinating. Uh, as soon as we met, I said, you want to be on my podcast? I All the things. I love all the things. So I'm very excited that she accepted, and I'm very happy that we have Bryn Tillman with us today. Good morning, Bryn. Good morning. Thanks for having me here today. This is so much fun. Fun. It is. I totally agree. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to a little discussion. I got my stories ready. I'm my good boss, my bad boss. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So for everyone, tell a little bit about who you are and what you've been up to. So I am a recovering sales trainer who focuses on teaching people responsible for business development on how to leverage LinkedIn to convert content and connections to conversation love that and how long have you been sort of a LinkedIn guru no no all the things yeah a little over a dozen years now wow. which is crazy um, and you know there are so many reasons why LinkedIn but they've never been more important than they are today mm -hmm. as we find ourselves working remotely and I believe this shift will remain for a very long time that people that used to go into offices are going to be working from home mm -hmm. uh, more and more. Uh, things like, wow, we could do this effectively <laughs> have come out of some of this, right? Yeah. And so LinkedIn's a big piece of that. And you know, you asked, what are you up to? And what I'm really up to is helping people to really leverage their existing network. So many people have, have hundreds, if not thousands of connections mm -hmm. that they ignore every day. And so what I'm up to is helping people to really make a shift, do an inventory, look at who you are connected to, make lists of people that you want to re-engage. You want to, you know, in, in a time where it's more difficult to prospect net new for many reasons, uh, it is also the best time to re-engage your existing network, both referral partners, prospects, um, community leaders, you know, I could go on and on, co-workers, I could go on. There are so many people that we've been ignoring. And so what I'm up to is really focusing on helping people to really re-engage uh, that existing network and deepen relationships. Oh, I love that. And I must say, I 100% agree with you. LinkedIn is where I'm living every single day. I'm on it more than ever. It is my place. It is where my people live. It is where I get the information and connect. And I have found for me, it is comforting to be able to go out to my existing connections, who I meant to get coffee with that I never did and say, oh my gosh, I loved meeting you. And I know it was a long time ago, but now that we have some free time, can you hop on a Zoom and we can chat because I miss you and I liked meeting you. And it's really re-engaged some exciting conversations and honestly opportunities. Mm -hmm. I'm a big connector. So a lot of times people reach out and say, I'm in transition. I'm looking for a role. 
who do you know or and I'll quickly connect them with different folks and it's been wonderful being able to take this time and kind of utilize what we have to say hey even though we can't meet in person now we have more time than ever to reconnect so I appreciate that I think you are exactly right thank you that's so helpful already taken loads of notes over here uh, what are you drinking so I am drinking my uh, well I'll start with I got addicted about a year ago to Wawa French vanilla coffee yum and and I'm not, I was never really a coffee drinker, but it, you know, I just every single day I get my Wawa coffee. And now that I'm not going out, I actually found a Green Mountain French vanilla K cup coffee that I drink with a little bit of Splenda and a little <laughs> bit of half and half. And it's like I start my day with dessert. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I was going to say, are you making the Wawa coffee at home? Or I've talked to people who are still like, no, I got to go to Wawa every morning. So uh, I, I'm, I'm respecting as much as possible to stay at home because, yeah. you know, not even just to keep myself and my family healthy, but, you know, when we all kind of follow it, we'll, this this will end, right? Mm. And when, if we keep going out, it's going to keep perpetuating. Exactly. So it's like, I just wanted to stop. And the only way it's going to stop is if we stay at home. But that's yes. my little preaching for the day. No, 100%, 100%. I think that um, the vanilla coffee is a great way to start your day. Yeah. Um, I It's sad. Some days I start my day with whatever was left from last night in the coffee pot, just because I hate to waste it. I, I love coffee so much. I know I'm going to add more and more and more throughout the day. Um, so I'm drinking a blend of yesterday and today coffee, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> I usually, well, and now we have K-cups, so there's never leftover. But yeah. I used to ice the coffee from the night before, and that would be like what I had at lunch. <laughs> you do what you got to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So why don't you tell us, I'd love to hear your horrible boss story. I, I can't wait, especially since you've prepared. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. So, um, you know, I had a manager. So I had had already some sales experience and I had some training behind me and I started a new job and got some appointments and my manager who, by the way, horrible boss, wonderful human, terrible boss. So yeah because so there there had been like this very structured training right like so this is how you ask your your discovery questions and this is how you respond so on the ride right so i i, I got an appointment with a really big prospect that wasn't far away and we drove over and you know she's testing me on this whole system and then this was my first time out there and she said you know what i'm gonna run this meeting you can learn from me great happy to do that so we get into this meeting which could have been a huge opportunity and i got there through a warm market by the way so i not i didn't know the person i was sitting with but i got introduced and so this made what happened doubly bad so we sit down, we have a little bit of niceties, and my boss looks at them and said, so do you have a budget for this? That was her first question when it came to discovery. And we were taught you should add, you, you have two needs. You have your needs and their needs, and you need to get your needs first. And they literally said, we have no friggin' idea what you, you're even selling. And literally we were done. Oh no. And. And, and the, the problem was, 
that question still came up in, as one of the very first, if not second, you know, first or second question every single time. And I learned a lot from her. I mean, she was awesome, but I thought, you know, a, a salesperson should be a problem solver. And you don't solve their problem by finding out what their budget is. No. Or just talking. You have to let them talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, there, you know, there's, there's, it's just a theory. It's a sales theory. You know, other questions that fall under that umbrella are who else in addition to you or will be involved in this sale, right? Like those are, and, and there are as a salesperson, some things we want to identify in the discovery. We have to earn the right to know that information. We have, when we are out there, we need to really understand what's the challenge they're going through. What are the effects of that challenge? What happens if they don't make a change? What happens if they make the wrong decision, right? We need to really understand their current state and the problems. And then we need to identify what the future state, their desired future state looks like. And this is all from Gap Selling by Keenan, by the way, if anyone wants a really I'm reading that. I read that. So good. Uh, absolutely freaking amazing. So, yes. right, so, so current state, yes. desired future state, and then our job is to help fill that gap. Yeah. Right? Wonderful book, by the way, if you're looking for a great, great, great sales book. Yeah, I was just brilliant. on his book club on uh, LinkedIn Live. You were? Oh, yeah. send it to me. Do you have a link? I want to see it. Yeah, I, I, I'm i sure it's, I mean, it was like two days ago, so I'm sure it's still on. Here. Oh, that's so great. He, yeah, he's wonderful. He's wonderful. So the horrible boss, but wonderful human put you in situations where you had very little power to be successful, but then were they not open to any kind of feedback around how to? No, company too big to, to listen to us. Oh. And it was fine. I was, you know, I was, I was new, but it, it was a great experience to know not what to learn, what not to do. Mm-hmm. How long did you last there? Um, like three months, four months. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fine. Right. It was my, um, I guess it was probably my second. So my first job. So now my best boss, although I've had a lot. So, but my, my best boss was. Uh, kind of a team boss at my first job at Dun & Bradstreet, which was amazing. Um, But I was right out of college and I got put into a call center. It wasn't a sales center. It was literally an order-taking center. And I got really bored at that job, but I loved the company. So I started asking questions to people calling in. And as a result, I was solving problems with additional products appropriately based on what they I wasn't in any way compensated for sales I just found out what kind of credit decisions they were making and helped them provide them additional information that could help them make better credit decisions so um I I got what they they used to say I got caught doing something great which I thought was just a cute line. And then I was tapped pretty early on by Margie Thomas, uh, which I have to go find her, but I was, you know, I mean, it was more than half my life ago. Wow. And, um, and she said, you know what? I want to duplicate what you're doing. Work with us to create a training. So, you know, that really set me in the sales training mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was really, a wonderful experience for me. I learned a little bit about curriculum design in my very early 20s. And um, 
it put me on a good trajectory for my career. And so I think the fact that she said, I see something and let's get more out of it and let's nurture you mm -hmm. um, really just had such an impact. That's brilliant versus being threatened or not letting you shine in a place where she saw right. such opportunity and potential for you. Yeah. That's brilliant. I love that. Thank you. I love it too. That's really, really cool. It's so nice when you hear about bosses who elevate their people. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's great. And then to your comment about you only lasted three months with the horrible boss, I feel like that's the theme I'm learning here. And most people take a backpacking trip, I'll call it, through horrible boss land and then get out of there because mm -hmm. there's so much opportunity um, outside of that experience. And you are a testament to that with what you've experienced and where you've taken your career. And you've had so much success and just everything you, you touch sounds like you just really um, make it happen. And I love that. Well, you know, and I appreciate that very much. And it's definitely a purposeful journey. Um, very little is accidental, I, I believe. And um, a big piece of it is I made a determination a long time ago that my goal is not to make money. My goal is to solve problems. And when you do that, the money will come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, my goal is to help someone succeed and and, and you know, for you to, whether it's an, you're an entrepreneur or you're working for someone, there really needs to be three major elements. You have to love what you do. You have to be really good at what you do and people have to be willing to pay you for what you do. And when you can hit that trifecta, you really, it's hard to not succeed, mm -hmm. right? And, and so I think that that's such a, an important piece. The other piece that I just wanna throw out there also inspired by gap selling um, my new sales uh, guide I mean it's just I, and actually the findings so everyone needs to go read that or listen to it on audio I walk and listen to Keenan in my head in my ears but yeah he's great at the um, like audio. audio version and I just keep I'm, I'm still in like the early chapters I keep replaying them because there's all these like nuggets of gold that I'm like yes yes this 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 Go through the whole thing and then go back and replay because okay. it builds on itself so beautifully. But yeah, it's amazing. So, so there's the ask offer ratio. Did you get to Manny and the tow truck yet? I don't think no. I'm there yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know that's a little off on this. So, so there's an, I won't, I won't go deep into that. I won't spoil it, but, but there's an ask offer ratio for everything we do. And whether we put out a podcast and someone listens to it at the end of that 30 minutes, they're going to say, man, that was amazing in the best 30 minutes of my day, or eh, it was okay, or I'm not listening to that one again, right? Those are the yeah. three choices. Yeah. That's on everything. Podcast, video, blog post, email, voice message. There's an ask offer ratio. We are asking for something, your time to read, your mm -hmm. time to return my call, your time to respond to my email. If the offer isn't, oh my gosh, you blew my mind, that was amazing, we're not earning the right to move to the next step. Exactly, exactly. And, and so that, that to me at the end of the, and I don't even know how I got down this road, but at the end of the day, if you really wanna be successful, you've gotta master the ask offer ratio. When you can do that and you leave them with, I just spent 15 minutes with you, but that was three hours worth of 
nuggets, right? Yeah, exactly. That was, that was, that was like, they're like, oh, I want another 15 minutes with you. I want another 30 minutes with you. I want to learn more. I want to get better. Yeah. Because you're inspiring me to do that. Are these things, knowing that you've kind of studied Kenan's book, you've had an opportunity to deep dive into it, are these things that then you can help translate to clients that you work with or people you connect with? Are these things that, 100%. like that ask-offer ratio, it sounds great in theory. I bet a lot of people are like, how do I do that? Yeah, so absolutely, and I love that. So you, the first thing you have to do is, at anything that you are putting out there, you need to get on the other side of it as the, the, the client or the buyer or the recipient. And say, if I received this, would this be a value? Would it matter, right? Like, it would, it, it, see, and we don't do that. The next thing is we have to stop pitching. Yeah. We start everything with, here's how I can help you. Here's how we've helped clients like you. We start with that. Not that we can't get there. We should get there, but we can't start with it. We have to earn the right for them to care about that. So my thing, this isn't away from gaps, but my thing is stop telling people how you can help them and simply help them. Yeah. Because when you can provide value early on, when you can, you know, be that consultant for them, when you can be that person they're, they're talking to and throwing ideas off of, you show your value and they move closer and closer to you. What I have found when I made this major shift, where my sales calls are really first session calls, let's talk about, you know, where your gaps are, what, you know, how, and, and I'm providing real value. They raise their hand and say, okay, how much? Right. They get excited and go, okay, can I do this? Yes. Yeah. And That's how I, I buy things. Like no one literally needs to sell me a thing. I'm like, I want to do it already now. So yes. Then you're buying from people that know how to sell well, which is solve well. Yeah. You know, it's like move selling to solving and you'll sell more. That's brilliant. Thank you, Bryn. So much wisdom, so much knowledge dropped on me this morning. I love it. Thank you. You are just a wealth of knowledge. I cannot wait to, one, get through the selling book. Two, talk to you again because you are just, I love it. You're full of life, energy, ideas. Brilliant. Tell everyone where they can find you. How can they connect with you? What if they want to learn from you? Yeah. Well, first, I'm still the only Bryn Tillman on LinkedIn. Yes. Excellent. 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 Um, And, and so that's the best place to reach out to me and let me know that you heard me here and I'll send some like bonus insight content stuff. Nice. So you can find Bryn on LinkedIn because she is the one and only Bryn Tillman. We are also connected. You can get there that way. And you can also find um, links to everything in the podcast notes. Bryn, it has been a joy and a pleasure with you this morning. It has made my day. You are just a light and I, I love your energy. And I cannot wait till I can work with you again and see you again. Oh, I can't wait. That'll be fabulous. Maybe we'll be back at the Pyramid Club. I know. I know that would be great. That was like one of my last great networking meetings before all of this so I feel like all the lasts I had like my last fancy lunch my last really great meeting are all like burned in my brain now so I can't wait till we can do it again yay it'll be here before we know it yeah agreed agreed but I agree with you everyone stay home stay safe do what you can Bryn I will talk to you soon thank you so much for your time today my pleasure thank you